0: Welcome to Driftless Drinks, the show about beer, drinks, and libations in the Driftless area. My name is John. My name is Mark. We both just got another year older, so today we pull out all the stops and try a multitude of beers we got from friends, family, many of whom are not beer people. Should be interesting. Yeah, let's see what we end up with. Let's get after it.
1: All right, so we're doing a little birthday episode here. John and Woo! I um, don't share a birthday, but our birthdays are within a few calendar days, right? So, yeah, exactly, yes. The cool thing is for your birthday, a lot of times when people know you're a beer guy, you get beers
0: for your birthday, right? Oh, especially if you're old and that's all you ask for, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh well, he's old and he doesn't need anything. We'll get him beer. <laughs> Perfect. I love all of these things. You're right.
0: I'm old. I don't need anything. Me beer. So let's start with the beer that you got for your birthday.
1: Yeah, so starting off here, and this is, and I'll go into this in just a minute, but the beer that we have here is Bent Paddle Doppelbach. So our birthday is both fall in the spring season. Uh, Spring is generally associated with Bach and Doppelbach style beers. Those are, that's usually when these come out, usually a few weeks earlier than uh, when Mm -hmm. our birthdays fall. But I always associate the season of my birthday with doppelbox, and I love, love, love the style, especially when uh, executed properly as uh, witnessed in the Big Three, which I will get on about in another episode. I'm sure we're going to dedicate an episode to the Big Three. But anyway, this is bent Paddle's Doppelbach. I've had this once before. Our uh, bass player in Floyd Turbo, Dean Wagner, actually had one of these for me last year, and I tried it. And I remember it being a quality American effort at the time. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. There aren't a lot of American breweries that tackle big lagers like this uh, and fewer that tackle it um, with a, a real uh, effort at being authentic or b- being really true or close to style, I think it's a hard type of beer to maybe brew, and maybe oh we'll probably get some nasty notes from uh, homebrewers and no, stuff. No, like no, no, it's, it's probably the, hard.
0: No, you're right. Th- but as I'm looking at this, it actually says from Ben panel it says Doppelbach German style lager, which is pretty much just you know opening yourself up to criticism, right?
1: <laughs> right, especially when you're an American company, but. Uh, I I did enjoy this one last year, and I was really happy to see it come around again this year on my birthday. So um, I'm really looking forward to cracking this, which is what I'm going to do right now.
0: Well, now t- tell us about what it bef- before you crack that. Okay, I hate to stop you. Oh, I never okay. want to stop a man who's going to open a beer. But so, box themselves. Can Can you tell me a little bit about a style of a box of a doppelbock? What What am I going to expect before I read the label? Because I haven't read it in okay. full. I don't. I don't want to read. I'm going to read it out loud. Um, but before I get into it, can can you tell me what really what a what a Bach is? And I will tell you that as I'm looking at this, there's a pair of snowshoes and then some deer tracks on the can, yeah. which is really intriguing to me. So I think that probably references the time of year in which it sits and mm-hmm.
1: ferments. Um, you generally these are brewed, I think, in the fall. And they sit over – they lager over Mm -hmm. the period of winter, which is a slow – they use a different style of yeast, too. And maybe I'm mistaken here, but I believe I read this at one point. Lager beers actually use a bottom-fermenting yeast. Yes. So, ales use a top-fermenting yeast where the yeast chews its way from the top down. Uh, Lagers Mm -hmm. use a bottom-fermenting yeast, yeast, and they also, um, in the lagering process – they uh the yeast chews through the uh sugars more slowly because they keep the temperatures down. And, and and it's kind of one of those traditional things. Like I said, they were brewed in the fall, they came out in the spring when they were ready. So it's like a full six month to eight mm-hmm. month uh fermenting period. Yeah. Um but generally what you get with box and double box, and this is what I love, love, love about beer is big, big malt. Yep. Big malt minimal hops if at any on the nose or prevalent in the beer itself it is all about the malt Yep. Um, traditionally brewed I think for monks back in the day when they were fasting so that they could keep up their sustenance and also get hammered <laughs> on an empty stomach. <laughs> if you want to see God, batch.
0: you start with a good double bond. This is exactly, exactly. right. Yep. <laughs> you want to see him twice, drink two. One of the things that about that, uh, about these beers is um, to get a bottom fermenting yeast, usually what you're doing is you can actually use the same yeast in both in both cases. They don't normally, but you can. Okay. And when you do that, you're taking to lager something, you actually put the yeast on you, you put the yeast in and then you mix it so you mm-hmm. actually get a go and what it does is it'll eventually settle down and then slowly like you said eat through the sugars which gives it a high sugar content whereas ales you just sprinkle across the top and it comes down and you don't get a, as high a sugar content out of it and that's why in germany uh one of the traditions is to actually caramelize off uh, with a campfire they'll they'll stick a, a, a poker oh, into yes. a campfire and they'll get that nice and hot, and then we'll stick it into a beer, and that will caramelize it, which we're going to do because my caramelizing stick should come tomorrow, and we'll give that a shot. And, and what that does is it caramelizes whatever sugars are left in it, and comes out really, really nice. So if you want something that's a little sweet with that, and that's what that malt a lot, a lot of times people translate that into a sweet, yep. which I think it is. Uh, that's that's a, a doppelbox or boxer, or a really good way to go. Yeah.
1: All right, so, so let's uh, let's do the honors
0: here. Right. All right. Oh, that was beautiful. Came in a can. <laughs> it did. So uh, I'll read it. This is from... Um, so the Doppelbach is from Bent Panel Brewing Company. They are out of Duluth, Minnesota, a, a wonderful place to visit. You ever been to Duluth? Oh, I love Duluth. Uh, and the back, of the back of the can says, this German-style Doppelbach is a full-bodied, quote, meal in a glass, unquote, a hearty lager... Perfect for the winter uh, landscape. Malt-forward flavors of bread and caramel dominate the subtle sweetness with a slight hint of chocolate in the finish. Uh, Pours a deep amber red with a full effervescent head. Prost! And we're looking at, uh, at this point, it's a 7.7% alcohol with 20 IBUs. Oh look at that! It is it is a yeah. beautiful red color. Look she at that! It is
1: a beautiful.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Unbelievable! Almost brownish hued amber. I, I hope, mean, it is dark red. Um, I hope my liver looks like that. That is awesome! Wow, that's saying something.
0: <laughs> it is.
1: Uh, okay, so I hope my liver looks again <laughs> in the morning. It says we're still friends.
0: Yeah. Oh God. Um, yeah. Okay, And so I yes. can see right through it. There is no cloudiness to it. It's just this beautiful, this beautiful right. burgundy color, yeah. which, you know, if, if you think of what uh, caramel looks like, uh, that that is – you get a caramel that looks like that, and you are making one fine dessert or cookie or cake. Yeah. I, I take back my previous statement.
1: It is less brown, and it is absolutely this stunning oh. dark red um, beautiful beer clarity is amazing i believe lagers are mostly filtered this follows Mm -hmm. in that style um all right let's 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 yeah there's huge notes of bread caramel it is there is not a lot to my note to the nose here uh i wouldn't pick up any chocolate in this occasionally you get a doppelback that has a bit of a chocolate malt smell to
0: it yeah i'm i get i get a little of the roastiness out of it i get a little bit of. But roastiness in the case of like a warm cookie kind of thing, you know? Right. Oh yeah. All right. All right. I'm going in for taste. Yeah. Nicely done. Um, oh, that is smooth. You know, that is the kind of thing that if somebody comes in and says, "Well, I don't really like beer," I'm like, "Okay, you're going to try this, and I'm going to give them a cookie with it." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? You you know, that's you pair that with a cookie. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, and and if you're gonna have something on the side, because you don't want to have nothing but beer, you know, necessarily for the whole evening, hot chocolate with this on the side, yeah, or a brownie. Oh, brownie! Oh, oh brownie! Warm brownie.
1: Warm brownie. Yeah.
0: Be good. Yeah,
1: and that's. Uh, so I've had this one before. Mm. Um, ben Paddle does a nice job of replicating uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Doppelbach, the lager style. Um, sorry, I'm spitting out words. But I'm not spitting out words. I'm thinking <laughs> thoughts, and they're not falling out of my jaw. But Ben Petal has done a really nice job here of trying to authenticate uh, an American version of a very German style of beer. Um, they nail the bready notes. They really nail that um, light caramel taste. Um, and they it's it's one of the few... Representations. I think as a lot of beers progress, a lot of people go to things that don't have to ferment and sit as long as a lager, and I think that's what makes them maybe a little less attractive mm-hmm. uh, to to brewers. Is that they have to age them in a certain way and at a certain temperature, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But these kind of beers like fall right in my wheelhouse. Oh, and yeah. This is a very nice American
0: example of this style. I don't want to say that I'd be that. This is a reason to become a monk, but after tasting this, you know, shave my head and call me daddy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is really good. That I mean, it's 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 almost like a, it's almost like a candy. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's that. If you if you've ever had like a maple candy, and really kind of went ah, oh, the maple's a little rough. This is this is smooth. Yep. I mean, it's just there's no bitterness to it. that – the, the the 20s, no. about I think that's right on the mark. Um, this
1: is another great example of why I think uh, American brewery should not
0: let lagers go. No, so I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's a there's a so I come back to it. So after it's been in my mouth here, and then I go back to it with my nose. I mean, it's almost as good as it's not quite, of course, but it's almost as good as drinking it. Yeah, because the nose. It's sitting there now. I mean, it's like I've tried a little bit of it. Now my brain and, and, you know, my sinuses understand, oh, yeah, that's good stuff. And so now I can really appreciate it. So it's like you try a sip, set it down for a little bit, and then go back to it. And it's like, wow. Yeah. It definitely
1: warms well in the glass as well. And this is one of those things, you know, when we're talking about IPAs and stuff like that, you almost drink with your nose and your eyes as much as you do Mm -hmm. your mouth, right? So with these, it's the exact opposite you drink with your mouth and then your nose and your eyes <laughs> can almost back that up with you, you right so it's, yeah, oh, like, yeah, it's yeah, backwards yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm going to i'm um, going
0: to curl up in a corner with this is what i'm going to do we got this, this, is, this is another segment oh couple more two more segments oh yeah we got to, we got to talk about
1: some stuff here well, we can't well, curl up in a corner just yet. no I would no say. no.
0: and i was going to curl up with this not with you but you know whatever trips your boat bud um i don't know not opposed. post no, you know what, we got another can, we're good All right.
1: Want to right. snuggle? Sure, I'm in
0: So, welcome back to Driftless Drinks uh, Let's talk just a l- briefly about a recent article that appeared in Beer Advocate Ooh, our friends at Beer Advocate Yeah, and, and I want to say recently because this is actually from a 2017 artic- article, but I just read it and I uh, happen to be at, at uh, Lazy Monk Brewing in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and they're sitting in front of their fireplace in their wingback chair while my wife leisurely enjoys one of their IPAs in the leather chair. We happened to be looking through Beer Advocate, an older issue of it, and they talked about the art of the shower beer. Ooh. Okay. Like a baby shower beer? N- n- it could be. Could be if you want to sprinkle your baby with a little bit of beer and call that a baby shower. Wait, 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 That's weird. Let's not do that. Like a wedding shower beer then? Okay. Let's go with wedding shower. Uh, but no, 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 no. A shower well, no, beer. No, no, no. Wait. We're going back to it? You're what? actually talking about having a beer in the shower. Having a beer in the shower. If you, oh, oh, my God. All if right. you live in Wisconsin and you haven't done this and you do drink beer... I'm not sure what's wrong with you. You are probably 22. That is probably the case. You are probably just old enough to drink, and you haven't got to this beautiful pinnacle of life where you walk into a nice warm shower with an ice-cold beer, and you're ready to greet the day. And obviously, this isn't a work day because we're not crazy, but this is a beautiful Saturday morning. You've got up, and the first thing you did is get a beer. Or maybe, maybe, You've gone through a full day. You're at the end of your day. And some people – now, I'm a shower-in-the-morning kind of guy. Some people are shower-in-the-evening in the kind of people. I mean, so, so when do you prefer to shower? I always shower in the morning. But yeah, well, I'd I would say too. to the
1: shower-in-the-evening aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were a, a little bit – we younger, let's say, and I used to actually work in a liquor store – My buddy Chad would get home from work. So there's this house of dudes that we always hung out with, right? It was like Chad and Ron and Chris. But uh, when Chad got home from work, he worked (coughs) construction and stuff. So when he got back, we'd already be there because it was 5.36 o'clock. And we were starting to crack beers and whatever, right, Uh for the night. Yep. So Chad would show up, and the first thing he would do is he would walk in the front door. He would go to the fridge. He would grab a beer. He would walk through the living room, say hello to everyone right to the shower. Yeah.
0: And that's a perfect time to do it because if you're going to shower in the afternoon, you brush your teeth in the morning already. You do not want to mix brushing your teeth no, with a beer. That, that is, is a bad thing. Don't brush your teeth. And I mean, you don't want to brush your teeth and then have a beer. So beer advocates article here, uh, they they bring up three points and I think they're very impor- important points. All right, Point number o- one. Point number one, can't all right this is my one hard and fast rule (laughs) if you are bringing a bottle of beer with you into the shower you have made a critical error in life do not bring glass into a situation that is includes water and any form of nudity which i think is a correct word do not bring that yeah if you are wearing a bathing suit or nothing at all Bathing suit or birthday suit, do not bring glass into the equation. It's right. a bad thing. Even if you have vinyl, I mean,
1: yeah. Some tubs are cast iron, some are tile. Tile, glass, cast iron, none of these things mix together, right? No, Exactly. One hits the other, something shatters, and then it's just,
0: it's, ah, blood everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And that's 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 not a pleasant situation to be in. Don't get there. So cans, cans, cans. Make sure that you're bringing a can into the shower. Now, if you look online, I have seen, and I'm uh, not a sponsor, but uh, Uncommon Goods is now selling a, a suction cup beer can holder you can put right to the side of your shower I highly recommend it it is meant for cans please use cans it will work beautifully oh I like okay. that that's nice. now, now there's there's a side benefit to it and that is that glass will eventually push pull uh, whatever it is heat from the shower into the can a little faster alright the glass and it won't come back so once a glass of you know once a bottle of beer warms up it's not gonna get cooler whereas warm water against uh, aluminum that's not going to transfer a lot of heat to the beer so you really want a nice cold beer hmm. so that which brings up point number two that they make which i think is valid and that is you want a hot shower but an ice cold beer yeah. you want that contrast the idea is that you have this nice cold beer this super cold beer and honestly some beer is not good that cold so pick a beer that you like super yeah. cold Sorry. Make sure that you. Yeah, pick I think a beer, beer like selection is probably important. Here. Yep. Pick one out. I, su- I suggest. alright I'm going to go back to the last episode. I'm going to go back to. I think that a ice cold, hazy, juicy IPA is going to work oh, well. All right. So then we then we talk about the the third aspect that they talk about is and this one I'm going to read because this one is a little odd to me. So we've got make sure it's a can. Make sure it's a hot showered and ice cold beer. And then they say crushable. And let me let me quote from the article. Quote: The overall goal is to select a beer that you can knock back easily. We're not sipping sours with Mm -hmm. with with pinkies (laughs) out at the bar here. We're talking about a five to ten minute shower. So grab a twelve ounce can or a sixteen ounce tall boy accordingly. Yeah, so this like yeah, you want to crush this thing like
1: a watermelon at a Gallagher show.
0: Exactly. That is what you want. You're in the shower. Go for it. That's what you want to do. So next time you're going to go take a shower, especially like after you've done some good, hard, honest work, you know, like you mowed the lawn, you did the dishes, you read three (laughs) pages of a book, go in, take (laughs) a shower. Right. And while you're getting off the detritus of your recent soul building activity... Make sure you have a good, cold beer with you in a can and enjoy yourself in a way that God intended. With the beer. Welcome back to Driftless Drinks. Uh, today we're looking at birthday beers, and we tried a, a beautiful Doppelbock that, uh, that Mark got for his birthday. I got... Uh, from my loving wife uh, an oatmeal raisin cookie brown ale that's a mouthful it is a mouthful and this is from Cigar City Brewing out of Tampa, Florida Uh, this brewery has been putting out a lot of beers in the Driftless area recently especially on the Minnesota side of the of the river which is kind of which is kind of interesting because there's a few of them that I've tried and I tend to grab stuff that's local so this is one of the few that um, I haven't really dove into now i'm iffy on trying this and Mm -hmm. let me tell you why i have a recipe for chocolate chip cookies that i have worked on tirelessly for the last eight years i have i I have tried to get this spent a lot of time on cookies oh my oh my god yeah they're cookies right i mean there's there are two good things in life right i have learned now i am I hit the half century mark. So you're 25 years old. Exactly. One of those I'm not going to mention. The second thing is cookies. Right. Now, when you throw beer into the mix, you have just actually entered the divine. So (laughs) if you've got, okay, if you've got sex, cookies, you're right, and beer, you are in divinity. All right. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that's the holy trinity. I'm saying that's a holy trinity. (laughs) All right. So but here's the thing: oatmeal raisin cookies are an abomination unto God, right? Because they look like cho- <laughs> they look like chocolate chip cookies, Amen, but when you brother. eat them, there it is quite obvious that they are not, and you thought they were, and you're disappointed, and it's horrible. You right? don't allow e- exactly. So now, when we talk about oatmeal, now why my wife? Who understands fully my love for the first two thought to bring me a beer from an oatmeal raisin cookie perspective. I don't know. All right. So I'm going to double down on this and say that I
1: uh, am a purveyor of all cookies, uh, large and small. Um, I am a huge cookie fan. Nothing is better than the Toll House uh, standard, just semi-sweet Chocolate chip cookie. Uh, there's something that is near and dear to me in my heart of just a great, well-made chocolate chip cookie. Extra butter. Oh, I'm golden brown. I'm baking you a batch, buddy. Molasses. Speak to me. Molasses <laughs> with the sugar dusting. Yes. Let's do this. I go as far as snickerdoodle, you know. Oh, ain't hey, nothing I, wrong I, with the snickerdoodle. Yeah, you know, but, no. and plain sugar cookies, God bless them. That's where everything began. I... I but I... when we start talking about putting <laughs> dried pruny fruit in the cookie, this is where I start losing my attention, right? And so I'm with you on this. When you say that, like, we're talking about cookies, I want something that is cookie resemblant, and then all of a sudden we found a way to put fruitcake
0: into the cookie. <laughs> Why? Yeah, okay. Well, we're, we, fortunately we're not talking about a fruitcake. Cookie brown ale. They're close. Because uh, I'm with, yeah, we're getting there. But when you talk about be- raisin flavoring in beer, raisin is one of the flavors that you get out of some oh, dark yes. beers. Yeah, some very excellent uh, big stouts. Yes, and that's the mind. other thing, too, is that stouts, there's actually a, a version of stout called an oatmeal stout. Yep. Where they up the oat co- content of it to make it taste a little, take t- have this beautiful, smooth mouthfeel. Yep. And hats off to the original Samuel Smith. How, hallelujah. Right yeah, there. Yeah. Amen. Sam Smith is, does a beautiful oatmeal uh, yeah, stout.
1: If, if you're looking to get into oatmeal stouts, you need to start there and then let that be the beginning
0: of your journey. There, Yeah. Now, Cigar City, I have had zero Cigar City brews.
1: As have I.
0: So this mm. is going to be a brand new one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to borrow your empty glass. Ooh. And I'm going to crack this bad boy. And if you would like to read the can. Can I break my glass? No, I'm not going to break it. No, oh, thanks. I, I, I'm going to fill it. All right. So if you would kindly read I what Cigar the City has okay. to say as I do this. So this here, oh, is. hold on. Oh, yeah. That was
1: the Cigar City Brewing Oatmeal Raisin Cookie Brown Ale. Uh, on the front of the can, very uh, interesting can. I like the way they design this, actually. Mm-hmm. There's a sheet pan with some cookies on it and a recipe book and a bunch of measuring spoons in the top. And then there are some cooked cookies sitting on what looks like a uh, kind of a checkered plaid uh, picnic table cloth underneath a tree. So I like what they're doing here. I'm flipping the can over. Oatmeal raisin cookie brown ale, the addition of raisin, cinnamon, and milk sugar to our full-bodied and chocolatey brown ale base creates a unique beer that tastes exactly like it was pulled out of grandma's oven. So there you go. There's a marketing on the can. It rocks in at about uh, five and a half ABV. And 25 IBU. 25 IBU. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's, that's what, what I expect. That's what I want. To and it yeah. also says in the corner here, which I missed turning it over ale brewed with raisin, cinnamon, and lactose. Okay. So uh, I'm curious about the ale brewed with raisin, cinnamon, and lactose, what that actually means, and where they added this in the process. So that's the part that kind of interests me about this one is how, how they went about brewing this one. Mm-hmm. Now, lactose. Oh, my. Oh, I haven't smelled it. Okay, I'm smelling it. Sorry, I cut you off. Oh,
0: holy crap. I just stuffed
1: my nose in this thing, and it smells
0: like Cinnabon. That's a cookie. That's That smells like a cookie. This is walking through the mall. I wish my grandmother made cookies like this, but she didn't.
1: I think there was a place in the old Valley View Mall. Somebody will correct me on this, but I think it was called Mr. Cinnamon. It made these gigantic cinnamon rolls.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I remember that. Amazing.
1: Yeah, and that's the and thing that's, is- it, You put your nose in a glass and it smells like walking by there on your way through, like J.C. Penney.
0: Heavy, heavy cinnamon. Super heavy cinnamon, faint. You can smell a little bit of that raisininess. And if you look through it, so looking looking out the window yeah. at the beautiful sunny day through this glass, we get that, that red color that we kind of got with the doppel, but darker. Darker, yeah. Much darker. So, so much this would opaque. be the-
1: the brown version of the Doppelbach, where the Doppelbach was a just magnificent amber. This is that magnificent amber tamed down and a little, a bit more of a brown tint to it, God. right? Darker. So, all right, we it gotta, smells just crazy.
0: All right, we got to get into this. I'm all gonna right. try try a drink. Mm. Heavy cinnamon. Yep. So, in
1: looking through some of the reviews on Beer Advocate 2, one of the yeah, big things do. that came through cinnamon, vanilla, raisin. Um, walnut is also. Yeah. On. So, as I taste it, the cinnamon is right on top of it, right? You mm-hmm. can't hide that. Mm-hmm. Like, cinnamon's kind of a hot flavor, it sorts itself right to the top of it. Um, yep. It, so you're getting a mouthful of that. I would say the underlying uh, mouth feel and the brown ale stock that they're using, or however they're doing this. That's kind of how they described it on the label, though, right? Mm-hmm. So they have, yeah, you know, they're full-bodied cool. and chocolatey brown ale base. So I assume they're using some sort of, you know, whatever their brown ale is, and then adding things to it to make this. Um, it's very even-bodied, medium carbonation. Um, sits really well the interesting thing is that that light cinnamon taste kind of
0: keeps playing on your tongue as it goes down it's still sitting there yeah but it's not yeah it's it's not unpleasant yeah the the thing this is a given attention kind of beer what record are you going to listen to while you're drinking this tejas by by zz top what
1: really yeah oh god yeah Probably like Disney Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes me feel like a kid. Oh, it does. I mean, that's the, that's the thing is that this really does. The whole thing about you know grandma's kitchen kind of thing. Yeah, I get it. That's they're not overselling this. This is this is. I'm going to sit down with a recipe book and this is going to be wow. Hey, grandma have a you know grandma's going to give me a cookie and that's what it's going to taste like. Man,
1: it does. It smells like Christmas. It tastes like Christmas. Well, I'm not going to lie, I kind of want. Like yeah, I could, I get, I get that. Jim Henson, uh, John Denver, <laughs> and the Muppets Christmas
0: album. All right, that's okay. Yep. that's or, that's a good one to listen to. Yeah, you know. But I'm no, I'm, I'm I. easy to have because I'm because I'm gonna have. I want to have that nice experience. I realize this isn't mm-hmm. a this isn't a Texas kind of thing, but there's Christmas in Texas. It'd be awesome. It'd be interesting. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Bring guns. <laughs> <laughs> Or an armadillo. <laughs> <laughs> Either one. Oh, hey. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, things are falling. They,
1: Lives somebody, are changing.
0: Somebody's breaking We're the set. We're breaking stuff Stop here. Stop and breaking the set. Listen. No, I, it, this this is – yeah, they are not overselling it. This is, it. It is as delivered, and I'm not – as much as I'm not crazy about an oatmeal raisin cookie, at no point did they say this was going to be chocolate chip anything. Right. And even so, there's a little bit of a chocolate back end to it. There really is. For me. Yep. Um I get the raisin out of it. That is so weird how that raisin comes through. So yeah, being this my
1: first Cigar City Brewing beer, I really want to try their brown ale now. I do too. I it, it seems like it's going to be excellent. Um if that's the base they're using for cool. this. Um all of the added stuff kind of makes it fun and um uh, heartwarming and makes you think about the holidays and family and loved ones and stressful buying presents for everyone and then no you, you went know, too far oh sorry all right no, no, let's go back uh, to family okay and, so yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know thank, uh, national lampoons christmas vacation there you go and uh, no, yep sure is <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right happy birthday my friend happy birthday sir <laughs> like that. This. this
1: is good. All right. Well, that was this episode of Dripless Drinks. Uh, today, we shared some birthday beers, some beers we got for our birthdays. Since our birthdays are, you know, within a couple of days of each other, mm-hmm. it was kind of fun to share some of the things that your friends and family like to find for you. And we also, we went through uh, Bent Paddle's Doppelbach. Uh, really nice American uh, version of the style. And oh yeah. So we
0: went through. Yeah. Well, um, we went through the oatmeal raisin cookie brown ale from Cigar City out of Tampa, Florida, which is available in the area right now. So a couple of really good brown beers, a uh, little good dark, caramely sweet beers that you know if you're gonna sit down and you want to pay attention to a really delicious brew, these are really good. And if you want a treat for your birthday. You know, ask it for either of these. Hey, it's yeah. a good option. Exactly. So, thank you guys
1: so much for uh, paying attention and uh, listening to our show. And also, thank you so much for all the great birthday wishes we've received over the last few days. It's really overwhelming, yes. uh, especially with the advent of social media and even beyond that. You know, letters, cards. So, Mark, do you have do you have any shout outs for this week? Do you, you want to give? Um, shout out to my buddy Travis Schisler down in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Um, King Vitamin. Enough said.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to give a shout-out. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, uh, Brian and Sheila Alt, and to uh, Kristen and Bob Breitzman, who uh, supplied me with some beautiful, beautiful beers for my birthday. I really appreciate it. And also to my wife, Michelle, for for uh, setting me up with a couple of amazing beers, a couple of which we will – at least one of which we're going to try in a later episode. And But she also set me up with this oatmeal raisin cookie – uh, brown ale that we absolutely enjoyed this week. Yeah. Really an amazing experience. All right. I suggest you seek one out. <laughs> All right. Thanks, folks. Driftless Drinks studio recording courtesy of HPJ Studios in Toma, Wisconsin. Visit us at www.driftlessdrinks.com if you haven't already, or you can comment on each and every episode. And if you haven't yet, join us on Instagram. We
1: tend to post pictures of what we're going to drink about a week early. So if you want to drink a beer with the podcast upon its release, you got time. Join us on Instagram.
0: That's all for this week. My name is Mark. My name is John. Please be sure to keep a cold one handy for us. So We're not going to have a beer for the next episode. Why not? The third segment will happen another What one. happened to the other <laughs> beer? No, no, no. <laughs> I will take a shower with John Ham any day over having a, having a Ham's beer and in the shower. We've gone. And we went too, too far. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm confident in my own sexuality. I'm confident in mm. your sexuality as well. John. That's good. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs>